Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people such as yourself can make a living doing what you love. I'm here with my buddy Jason. Hi, Jason. And today, I really want to talk about such an important element of making a living doing mm-hmm. what you've done. There's this extremely important element, something that I have really worked on how to how to use. And because of that, I've been able to buy a home <laughs> from telling jokes and speaking and doing what I love. And this is called pitching. Yes, and I am super excited about this episode. In fact, I am forcing Judy to expand this into a two-part episode because of how important I think this is. Because when it comes to pitching, it does not matter what you do. Whether you're a creative, whether you you know have a regular nine-to-five job, whether you're looking for a job, whether you know you don't find that what you do is creative at all, you have to know how to pitch. You have to know how to pitch yourself. You have to know how to pitch an idea. And you have to know how to convey that to somebody else. Because if you don't, you will not work. And you can see I'm very adamant about this. Yes, and I see that. <laughs> the reason why is, and, and I was talking before we started recording about this, is I just recently, and I won't say where, when, or what, uh, was at an event where a gentleman got up and spoke to a group of business people. And had perhaps what I believe is the most arrogant approach to pitching I have ever heard in my life. It was bad, right? It was really bad. Like, I was sitting there, like, if I wasn't already working, I would have pulled up my phone and filmed it to send it to you so you could see. Tear them to shreds. um, But I won't go into detail of what it was, but the, the gist of the message he was presenting was, if someone isn't willing to give you an hour of their time, then they are not worth whatever it is that you do and Mm, an hour an hour an hour of your time you know and i don't even know where to begin to start unwrapping this but um but his whole thing and i don't know what his background was i don't know what it but so really he's going like um i like to talk to you uh you know pitch you my uh book that i'm writing yeah uh i need an hour to talk about myself when are you free exactly i think exactly. the answer That's would much... be uh never yeah that was almost how it translated to now a lot of the people in this group were are high performing executives they're people who've been, who have been working in their specific fields and could all be qualified as experts and there was a lot of nodding around the room which terrified the hell out of me because i'm like whoa hold on your experience has nothing to do with the amount of time it takes you to pitch or how much time you have to take away from somebody else in order to deliver your pitch. Um, And the reason why I like bringing this back to you, Judy, is you have an excellent method of pitching, uh, one of the best I've ever seen. Uh, And we won't get into the details of it. You can go to themessageofyou.com and learn more about it. But the ability to pitch, to break it down into what we call the elevator pitch is huge. And uh, so why, just so, before I get ahead of myself on all this, what exactly is an elevator pitch so everyone knows? 
Well, an elevator pitch is, unless you're, um, I don't know, has there ever been an elevator that it takes you an hour to go from the top floor to the bottom <laughs> Not floor? Not that I have heard I've of. I've been to China, <laughs> and I've stayed in a hotel that had, I, I was on the 105th floor, mm-hmm. and that elevator uh, just took about 30 seconds to go from the top to the bottom, and mm-hmm. that's what an elevator pitch is. It, it, it assumes that you're stuck in an elevator with somebody, not stuck, but you're in the elevator, mm-hmm. and by the time um, they get in and by the time they get out, they are convinced that you are your project or you or what you're working on or your charity or whatever you pitch them on is the best thing in the world. So... So that's the elevator. The, the whole thing of the elevator speech is that it is short. Yes, that is. So that's rule number one. Right. Um, you got to be concise. Uh, when I was this guy old? I mean, because um, back then I remember I was. I'm doing, not going to give personal. We won't get into ageism, yeah. but 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 back I remember I I recorded a commercial all temperature cheer one detergent three temperature, <laughs> and the commercial was one minute. And mm-hmm. back then commercials were one minute and now in uh what is it 15 seconds yeah, it's 15 30 i mean you're 15 lucky if you seconds. Get a minute. yeah no 15 seconds um uh they convince you to you know cure your headache or mm-hmm. buy this insurance and and that's 15 seconds and now on the internet i think it's even it's six seconds is what they say now because it's it how six? long it takes someone to scroll something from the bottom of their feed to the top of their feed as they're scrolling down yes and how do you stop how do you stop people from scrolling that's mm-hmm. that's the newest thing yeah. like how to get someone's attention mm-hmm. and boy that guy that gave that advice an hour so i i know that um when somebody wants and i get a lot of people pitching to me and i would say i know within seven seconds i would say if they're um if what they have is uh is bad or good Mm -hmm. i really do i make a decision about that because they'll start to talk to me and about their book and i no, they're, no one's going to buy their book mm. because of the way they're pitching it. Um, and, and how you, you know, I think people need to get their pitch together on what they're doing before they actually write the book. Exactly. And, and that's what you have to do when you want to get a publishing deal. Now, I have gotten five publishing deals from not self-published. I publish only one of my books, but five books I've had to pitch mm-hmm. and get deals on, which I did. So um, I think what something I'm doing is right. Yeah. Well, because there's a couple elements that I, wa- I kind of want to point out that I fervently disagree with that I wanted to sort of address here on okay. the podcast. A good platform for it. So number one is the short thing. Yes. Sure. It's got to be short. It's got to be concise. The reason why is because, one, it's respectful. You know, if you're sitting with someone and they're willing to listen to you, you need to get your stuff together and get it presented quickly. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is, in order to get it to that length, in order to get it short, you've got to practice it. You've got to put, you know, you've got to put work into your pitch. Mm-hmm. And there is this weird belief, especially with executives who've been in their industry for 20, 30, 40 years, that the longer they've been in their 
respective field, the more time they can take to to express. You know, they've earned that extra time. Right. And I don't think that is true at all. I would th- think that the executive, and, and this is what I've seen from my experience, the person, the longer they've been doing it, and they're actually an effective person in that business, man, they can pitch you in, you know, as you said, first seven seconds, you know exactly yes. what it is they're doing and how they're doing it, and if it's something you connect with. Well, I'd like to talk about a, a couple elements of pitching that are extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're saying uh, to another person, can you give me, Yes. Uh, that's a problem right there. Yep. Right, right then and there, you have a problem. Um, I get um, I, an email from somebody um, that says, uh, will you, a lot of kickstart campaigns, mm-hmm. right? Um, asking me, and I do give. I If someone has a good pitch, uh-oh, I know I'm going to get emails yeah, from putting this out in a okay. podcast. But it's very <laughs> true because if you connect with me in terms of, that your purpose is aligned with my purpose, mm-hmm. number one, an alignment that we both have mutual goals in this world on a really gut level, mm-hmm. then you have me at hello. Yeah. I will donate to you. But if you just say, donate to my movie, it's taken me like three years to do, and we just need some money for editing, mm-hmm. it's like, no. There's, well, n- there's no. You're, re- you're leading right into the next point, which is, you know, on top of it being short, on top of it being something that you work on and actually make it a part of your your workflow, is that it is not about you. It is not. You don't stand there for whatever amount of time this person has given you and go me, me, I, I, we, we, you know, all that, you know, you just may that example of what you say. If you look at all the Kickstarters out there, the ones that are successful are making it about the audience and the needs of the audience and the needs of the world. And then the people who aren't making anything is like exactly what you said. I made this thing and I ran out of money and I didn't have this and I worked so hard. Every sentence starts with I, me, or my. And that's your first mistake. Mm -hmm. The The first thing you have to do is to connect with that other person and understand that a pitch is a conversation and not a monologue. Oh, that's excellent. And I think I said this in a, another podcast about mm-hmm. how I pitched myself to a person sitting next to me on a yes. plane. Yeah, we talked And about ended that. up with over $100,000 worth of work mm-hmm. because I asked her, um, I was pitching myself as a speaker and asked her what are her challenges at work. Mm-hmm. And then I answered that as... I'm the solution to those problems. What I have, so it's really knowing uh, what the other person um, needs or knowing something about the other person and that creates the opening to place yourself as somebody who is working in the same direction on the same things Mm -hmm. um this works uh where whether you're pitching um a project or pitching yourself at a job interview Mm -hmm. i've coached several people for job interviews and um what what you do there is to understand the other person's concerns yes so if you're concerned about certain elements of 
uh, I guess back to the government of, of, you know, and you can, we, we align with another person on what we don't like mm-hmm. rather than what we like. Yeah. So very often purpose is expressed in mutual hatred yeah. <laughs> of something. Yeah, yeah, mutual hatred or a mutual result that you both want to see happen or, or just, just any sort of alignment where you're seeing eye to eye, not on everything, but on one specific thing. Yes, but hatred is yeah. <laughs> very strong place to connect. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of people won't talk about this, but we all know it. Yeah. You know, we all know where you, you, you uh, d- have a disdain for something going on in the world, mm-hmm. and you've come up with a solution and trying to enroll people in it. Because once you connect on something, whether it's uh, – can you believe children are drinking water with lead in it? I <laughs> hate that, and I know how to stop it. Mm. What is it like? And you know, in other words, now I'm interested. But but to you have to connect with people on something that is wrong in the world. And and you you hit it right on the head with another thing is your pitch is also a solution. It is not. A, as you said, it's not a monologue. It's not. It's not you building yourself up and showing everybody how great you are. It is a solution or a result that is about the other person and about things that they want to solve. And and to add to that, your or a mutual hatred that you have. Also, if you go back to what you said earlier about it being a conversation, mm-hmm. now you have the ability to know if you make it a conversation and not a monologue. If the person you're talking to is someone you should be pitching to in the first place, you may be completely out of alignment. Right. And if you just roll right into your and this is me and I, they may and sit there and I hate am, you. Uh, you know, robo person. Yeah. I am just going to do the same thing to everybody. No, we all we, we all connect in in what is wrong. So that's why when I am pitching myself as a speaker to clients or to a speaker bureau. I will go to a problem. So let's just say I want to work with a speaker bureau. Okay. And I'm just another speaker pitching myself, right? <laughs> That's a problem, right, for them. I could even bring that up. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this, another speaker who wants, you know, a job. Boy, that's something you haven't heard in a long time. Immediately I get a laugh. Mm-hmm. Because why? I'm listening to their problems. Like, what are the problems? But you know what? I went to your website and I saw that out of the 70 speakers you have, you only have three women. And adding another woman might increase your your gig. So mm-hmm. I foresee a problem. Now, they maybe haven't noticed it as a problem, you know, but I can see problems and if they think that that's fine to have 70 male speakers and three women and that's all we want. That is not the right place for me. Mm -hmm. But if they are more woke and then I can bring up in this time of Me Too and Time's Out and and, uh, female equality Mm -hmm. that a lot of companies are going enough with the male football players. (laughs) Let's get a funny a female speaker here so that is a good pitch by coming in again what is the problem um is it really a problem now if it's not a problem for them you're going to yeah it's not going to work but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a right connection for me anyway yeah and because you've made it a conversation and 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 another point that i want to bring out that you you hit right there is your pitch involves research 
Yes. You have to take you have to do the work. You have to look into what people are looking for, what the problems are, things that you can fix for others. If you just make it all about you, then you better, you know, because if you have a pitch that you've memorized that's all about making you look like the most important person in the world, the only chance you have of having an effect is if the person you're talking to absolutely, totally, and completely aligns with everything you say. Yes, and this comes with the final thing and the most important thing, the most important element of pitching, and that is seeing the other person. Yeah. So you're, most people come into it from a narcissistic point of view, which is I need to be seen. I need you to know about my career, my project. You know, I need, you know, I haven't been hurt. And I, this this works even if you're pitching like, you want to eat Mexican food with your family and they don't <laughs> like Mexican food. But the way to do it is to first come and see the other person, yeah. mirror them. I know you guys don't like Mexican food. I know you're on a diet that's very fattening. Mm. You know, how about, and then bring up, with, how about we have Mexican food tonight and then next week you can have whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Now I've done a successful pitch from seeing them and, and, and reflecting their concerns. So when you see another person and say, I understand you might be blah, 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 and you really nail it, mm -hmm. Because we're talking about deep empathy here. Yeah, empathy, huge, exactly. Huge empathy here. Mm -hmm. You will have them at hello. You will have them at seeing, um, seeing another person. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd like to do lead everybody with an exercise here. Can I add one more point yeah, before we get yeah, into that? Yeah, go ahead. Um, and one thing that that. I think is also very important and it does have to do with an earlier point, but it's a good way to kind of wrap it all up is your pitch is always changing. It's always evolving. It's always growing. It's always something that you always need to work on. And when you have it down, you have this ability to modify it and do exactly what you just said. If you can see the other person, if you can look at a solution, if you have a common ground of hatred, you can then work your pitch and modify it to absolutely serve the person you're standing across from. Exactly. And I have a exercise that will work 100% to improve this ability for you because remember that your, your pitch is about solving a problem. So they start with problems. We connect with people through things that are not working well that we don't like. That's mm -hmm. how we connect. We always connect with people that way. And here is the exercise. Go out um, and in your day-to-day -day out, you're going to talk to service people and you're going to say this. It must be hard to insert what you perceive it to be hard mm -hmm. and see how how you strike like for instance you're da you're uh, in a parking lot and you're talking to the parking attendant wow is it hard to not work in sunlight to never see the sun watch how that person wakes up because mm -hmm. this is really about waking up people to create an opening to have a pitch. Yes. Okay, now we're not pitching to these people, but what we are practicing 
is connection to another person. So you can ask a waitress, is, is it hard having a table with a lot of kids? Mm-hmm. You know, are they not good? Is it hard, you know, are teenagers not good tippers when they come eat here? Is it hard, um, you're, you're at the ice cream store, is it hard just always scooping with one hand? Mm-hmm. You have like stronger muscles in one ha- arm than the <laughs> other. You, they're going to wake up and look at you, and you've made a connection. Now you'll know when you hit, and you know when you don't hit, because a lot of people will assume what other people mm-hmm. do. But that's why you always ask it as a question. Is it hard? And this is a step that when we do our next podcast and exactly the elements of pitching and how to pitch mm-hmm. will help you cross the hardest thing to create an opening for a connection to another person. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.